0: Welcome to Bitchin'. This is the podcast where we love to hate. Every week we take a different person and we dissect, analyse, forensically, Mm. mostly just try and get through it. (laughs) (laughs) Get through the day. And sound like we know what we're talking about. I mean this should basically just be called interactive Wikipedia.
1: (laughs) I think that's a great idea though. I get, I find it hard to read for longer than forty mm. characters because of Twitter. So because Richard, of
0: millennialitis. Yeah? yeah.
1: Honestly, reading a book now is like, I have to find things to do with my hands and feet while I read.
0: This is why I can only read nonfiction mm. because I can't concentrate on fiction because I'm like, I don't have, to, I don't have time for this. Yeah. People are dying.
1: Thing so you got to remember about nonfiction: it is also a form
0: of fiction. Oh dun, wow! Dun, dun. Top Edge Lodge. <laughs> and that's the
1: kind of stuff you can be
0: expecting. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you've just tuned in, please don't leave us. Um, <laughs> I know it hasn't been a good start. Stop touching that foil. I'm so sorry. We've got some of my mum's flapjack here, and it's in foil. Can and we just... just do a shout out to thank Tilly's mum for the flapjack? Thanks, Kath. It is absolutely delicious. It's um, it's very oaty and spicy. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a secret recipe favoured by a witch. Yeah. Mm. That is buttery goodness It's
1: good It's really good I hate the sound of people chewing on microphone So I might just finish this What's that thing called? ASM ASMR Are you into that? I tried it So for anyone that doesn't know It's basically people talking incredibly quietly
0: It's like if I leaned in and started doing this So we're gonna (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna eat this flap Wait, it's like if I take this tea and I'm like this (laughs) Mm. (laughs) so soothing you are so relaxed are you asleep yet (laughs) wake up it's time for us to talk about morrissey that's who we're doing this week yes i love him and i hate him and i you know yeah (laughs) <laughs> and, I want, and I want to resolve it, but I can't because I don't know him personally, so I can't have a personal... Can I tell you something? Like We're going to do a really good podcast for everybody
1: today. Yeah. I'm very excited about it. But there is a really brilliant Stuart Lee Guardian article on Oh Morrissey. I think I've read it ages ago. And basically how to come to terms with the fact that... You don't like him anymore.
0: <laughs> so basically everyone, what you should do, instead of continuing to listen to <laughs> us for twenty Stop minutes this now. Stuart Lee's already talked Waves about it, so there's and literally no point in me talking about it. Better more. and
1: funnier than we yeah, will ever than I be. can ever
0: ever hope to be in my whole life.
1: Yeah. So Stephen Patrick Morrison. Uh, yeah, which gonna... you
0: would hate if you called him. What do you mean? Well he hates the name Stephen. There's a interview with him on Jonathan Ross, which I highly recommend people go and watch if you want to watch twenty minutes of Jonathan Ross desperately trying to connect with a man so deeply avoidant that it's really impossible. Um, but at one at one point, Jonathan Ross says, "Can I call you Stephen?" I don't know. What. Good impression. Do you think that was alright? Yeah, okay, good. all right. And Morrissey just goes, "No, absolutely no, never. What? Hate the name Stephen."
1: What does he say? Why? Just because
0: he's a pretentious bumhole? Yeah, I think he just always thought it was common.
1: Well, what's wrong with being common? Well, yeah, he is an enigma. Of he's his own
0: a, making, though. He's
1: not a Stephen. He is a Morrissey. He is He is, he is 100% right. a
0: Morrissey. That's like fair. Like, if I went around being like, everyone call me Steel now. Okay, my name's Steel. <gasps> I love that. No one would go for that. I'm going to go for it, Steel. You're like my stallion. Don't, because I can't live up to it. Helen just shrugged in a really cool <laughs> way. It was I so think- cool, I'm going to start calling him monks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thanks steel let's just
0: roll with it okay months, okay here's
1: his wikipedia page stephen sorry patrick morrissey born 22nd of may 1959 which makes him 59 known mononymously
0: great as <laughs> helen's morrissey. got an english degree guys <laughs>
1: um he's known mononymously
0: as morrissey, as morrissey. Yeah, which we've already covered he's
1: also dyslexic like me See, yeah.
0: I forgot you were dyslexic.
1: Yeah, so stop making fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just dropping that in there to make yeah. you feel bad. It's an English it singer, songwriter, and author. He came to prominence as the frontman of The Spiths, a rock band active from 1982 to 1987. It's so little time for how yeah. much impact they had. Since then, Morrissey has had a solo career, making the top 10 of the UK charts. chart. <laughs> he has had a solo career.
0: Yeah, good it's for
1: him. He's had some
0: really good songs that I like a lot let's have a fight on the
1: 10 occasions he has reached number one i thought you were singing one of his songs
0: no but that could could be a song let's have a a fight fight and not really put in a convincing melody (laughs) oh bitch we're gonna fall out
1: (laughs) there's loads and loads of stuff that i can't bother to go through but the takeaways are he's going well he grew up in manchester he likes books and kitchen sink realism
0: I don't know that that's a main takeaway. I think that's just what <laughs> Wikipedia is...
1: I think it says a lot about where his music comes from.
0: Should we talk about his music first? Go for it. Okay. It's I, good. It's good. I love it. I like the Smiths more than his solo stuff. Am okay. I, am I wrong? Morrissey as a figure is like one of the main reasons that the Smiths were a success. So, mm-hmm. Johnny Marr, iconic guitarist.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, lunch Morrissey,
0: the kind of mystique, the... Sex vulnerability, the, oh. the kind of celibate sex appeal as well. He Two had that one. kind of androgynous, um, almost femininity in it's the what way we he... now
1: call queerness. I guess. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. And I think a lot of people would say, "Oh, his solo stuff's not as good as the Smiths." Like I just did. Like you just did. <laughs> you like five minutes ago, five seconds ago. Good impression, by the way. Oh, I'm Helen. <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> and that's probably true. But also, his if if Morrissey had just been a solo artist. Like, he'd still be good. Mm-hmm. And th- I think the reason he has become such a, a difficult figure for people is... And I should give a shout-out here to my friend Emily Reynolds. Woo, one my, Emily! One of my best mates. She is the person who kind of put me on to Morrissey in the Smiths and
1: oh, when I was, though. like,
0: 17. People find it difficult. People find Morrissey difficult because the vulnerability that is in his writing is overwhelming and it kind of makes you feel like... You know him. And his vulner- the vulnerability is so on the nose that sometimes it's like the most beautiful poetry you've ever heard and sometimes it's also the most cringeworthy shite that has ever been put. Pop-
1: do you think there's any element of it that is... Because it is unintentionally funny. Do you think any of it is... Inten- like, To Die By Your Side Would Be A Heavenly Way To Die is mm. a funny lyric. Mm. Do you think any of that is intentional or do you think it's all really sincere and, like... No, I hard? think
0: No, I think a lot of his lyrics are... I think now not so much, but especially, like, um, I was looking for a job and then I found a job and heaven knows I'm miserable now. Yeah, yeah. like, all that stuff. It's
1: so funny. Um, Classic comedy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> zingers. wall <multiple laughs> zingers.
1: <laughs> the thing I really like about his music, if you listen to it, in the context of when he wrote things like... Um, for once in my life, please let me get what I want. What's that one called? Lord knows it will be the first time. Please,
0: please, please let me get what I want. I
1: mean, how funny is that? Yeah. I Do you
0: think know what I mean?
1: His is. success has come out from being miserable. That That is an irony.
0: That's funny. But his vulnerability has always been kind of universal. Like, even the way he like writes the subjects of his songs, Like he very rarely uses gender pronouns. So when you listen to the songs there's a universality in the poetry Mm -hmm. which is why he has so many fans and why so many people connect to him because they feel like he understands them Mm. but he's miserable because he's saying like look at the horror of the world and I'm alone no matter what I'm alone. And those are the things. And also,
1: immigration is bad, (laughs) which is, like, subtly in some of his lyrics. And looking back now at the views that we know him to have is interesting how you think that that's a metaphor for, like, this is what I'm stealing Stuart Lee again, but you think
0: those things are a metaphor for something else. And that's what he said at the time he wrote things, like, when he released You Are the Quarry, um, like, songs like Irish Blood, English Heart. Um, there's a a lyric standing by the flag not feeling shameful, racist or partial, I think is the lyric. But I think then he was, Morrissey fans would argue that he was saying, I don't want to be ashamed of my country. I wish it would do better so that I could be next to the flag with pride. Mm -hmm. And now he's like, oh, those anti-islam campaigners have got a point and you're like no <laughs>
1: mate no, no meaning this is Should your me real- talk,
0: let's talk about his politics because i feel like we're already kind of there because in the past morrissey has had some politics which are great so this is the thing i find
1: really confusing is and somebody put it really well on some on reddit or something like that which is like he is the ultimate anti-capitalist because and this blows my mind a bit you agree with half of the things he says mm. and you disagree very strongly with the other yeah. half. And those two things do coexist. I guess he's just like a complicated, normal human being who happens to have a massive platform. Yeah. If, like, he's just very extreme in the way that he expresses his opinion. But what I do really like about him, for example, with his animal rights stuff, which yeah. is so obscene and over the yeah. top and, and compares animal rights in a really unhelpful way to, like, human massacres and that kind of stuff. Yeah.
0: But... And he always seems to pick, like, the worst times to talk about animal rights. But
1: that means that it then gets in the press. Yeah. It's an incredibly successful strategy for... He's then, you know, insisted on going to places that have to have, like, vegetarian options and Mm. stuff because of him. And he also has been consistent and something I'm really cautious about is I always criticize people for falling down on their morals as Mm. they go through their career and then I'm like
0: annoyed at Morrissey for being so outspoken yeah but
1: actually he's been so unbelievably consistent oh he's always
0: been like a militant vegetarian yeah Um, and yeah I do I don't necessarily respect like you say I don't necessarily respect the way he goes about it but you know I wish I didn't break down and eat a burger every now. And
1: then. <laughs> he's a man of principle he is. He's kind of a man of principle in some respects.
0: But it's so it's so over the everything he does is so over the top that it's like you say it's like I don't know if he's in on the joke or not. So like it, it, in this one interview he's like Someone was like, could you be friends with a meat eater? And he was like, oh, over the phone, sure. <laughs> I could never I could never go to a restaurant with a meat eater. I could never sit across from a meat eater. And I was like, I guess that's how I feel about Tories, so I get it.
1: <laughs> it's, um, should I, for context Say so some of the things he said, at a concert in Warsaw in he, 2011, yeah. Morrissey stated, we all live in a murderous world, as the events in Norway have shown, with 97 dead. Um, though that is nothing compared to what happens at McDonald's and Kentucky Fried Shit every day. So he's referencing the Andrus Breivik Norway attack. He's comparing that to <laughs> McDonald's, and I mean, like, you don't yeah. need to compare those. You don't of need
0: things. to compare the murder think, of children to. Yeah,
1: I'm so with him. Meat is murder. Yeah, full blown veggie. Yeah, and uh, proud, but yeah. that is not an appropriate reference point yeah. there, Morrissey. He clearly feels the murder and slaughter and uh, abuse of animals are no, like really
0: visceral. Level. Yeah, like, yeah. He
1: sees it as he sees it as bad as that, as bad as those people. I think to he, he
0: really identifies with the cruelty in it.
1: Do you think that there's any kind of
0: human to animal? <laughs> are you asking me if Morris is into bestiality?
1: Can I can I read your quote yeah. about his sexuality? He says, "I'm always attracted to men and women who were never attracted to me." Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I'm not a homosexual. In technical fact, I am a humosexual. I am attracted to humans.
0: Mm. Who needs
1: to clarify that they're <laughs> attracted to humans? <laughs> Who needs to clarify? That's a given,
0: Shawnee. Fuck, you've just blown this case wide open, monks. His
1: lovers are all being slaughtered in, in, in
0: aid of our delicious meals. He definitely likes animals more than he likes humans. Yeah, 100%. And that's a big mood, so... <laughs> Absolute same. He is just like the king of the withering quote as well. Go on. Did you read do you ever did you come across his statement after Thatcher died? Yeah. Go on. Oh <laughs> Thatcher is remembered as the Iron Lady only because she possessed completely negative traits, such as persistent stubbornness and a determined refusal to listen to others. Every move she made was charged by negativity. She destroyed the British manufacturing industry. She hated the miners. She hated the art, She hated the Irish freedom fighters and allowed them to die. She hated the English poor and did nothing at all to help them. She hated Greenpeace and environmental protectionists. She was the only European political leader who opposed a ban on the ivory trade. She had no wit and no warmth and even her own cabinet booted her out. She gave the order to blow up the Belgrano, even though it was outside the Malvinas exclusion zone and was sailing away from the islands. When the young Argentinian boys aboard the Belgrano had suffered a most appalling and unjust death, Thatcher gave the thumbs up for the British press. Iron? No. Barbaric? Yes. He goes on and on and I mean, and what on. an
1: obituary. <laughs> She's literally... It's a total
0: assassination of every aspect of her. He's right, though, isn't he? Yeah, he's stone-cold right, and that's what's so... I'm like, how can someone be so right Yeah, and yet go and, like, throw his weight behind Farage or whatever fucking...
1: But this is why it challenges people like us, and I think it's really important in a way, is that he... We love it. Like, that is absolutely outrageous for him to publish that when someone has just died. Like, that's someone's mother. Do you know what I mean? But we is would... It? We, <laughs> we would love it if he came out and said that about Farage. So we've, we've got to, like, question out He forces us to question our own kind of double standards mm. of...
0: It's, it's confusing when he so back something. We That's my mean. idea of ASMR, that fucking
1: speech right there. <laughs> I'm going to record that for you Yeah, later. please do. You can do. play it to go to sleep. Because he was brilliant as well with the Iraq War. He described George Bush and Tony Blair as insufferable, egotistical, insane despots. Mm. Um, and he actually ended up being interviewed by the FBI and the British intelligence um, because he spoke out so much against American and British governments, which what? is cool. Um, I, I really, really like the way that he uses his platform mm. when it's things I agree with. <laughs> here we go. What's really hard is him now sympathising with Tommy Robinson, yeah. saying that he would have voted UKIP in this complete weird shift of... It confuses my brain because he so aligns with how I feel about, like, animal rights, he doesn't go about it in the right way, yeah. but I agree with him, and human rights yeah. in the way that he's always opposed war and opposed Thatcher and
0: opposed Tony Blair... So, and, and opposed anything that's kind of, you know, he's always, this is what I don't understand, is he's always fought to have an identity for himself that no one else can define, and yet he can't, he's not giving that to anyone else. So he's always said, look, you can call me whatever you want, but I'm not gay, I'm not straight, I'm not what you want me to mm-hmm. be, and yet he's like, yeah, actually Islam's bad.
1: What? Yeah, it's really bizarre. It's all like not to identify that with anti-capitalism, mm. but it is. It is so anti. You can't. He's not a product that you can sell. Exactly. There's yeah. a real division between his music that you buy and the person that he is, which is kind of amazing because most people are really packaged to the point you don't actually know what the nuance of what they think is. Yeah. Whereas you just know everything. He's really upfront about. Mm. Actually, yeah, I think like we do need to close our borders. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just. He doesn't ever present anything in order to, to be the Morrissey that you expect mm. him to be, which is admirable in ways. It's just a shame that those viewpoints I happen to really strongly
0: disagree with. So he said here, again, this so this um, anti-Islam thing has again connected to the animal rights thing.
1: Oh, mate, is this the stuff about Halal? Yeah. Dude! Ooh. I mean, this is unforgivable, actually.
0: Let's take back everything I've just said. The the problem is is he uses language which um, is very inflammatory, and I think his defence of it would be well, the murder of animals is you know, but yeah. he uses it in such a way that it just
1: oh it's he says, really racist halal slaughter requires cert- certification that can only be given by supporters of ISIS. The problem is what he's doing there is he's choosing to support animal rights and therefore completely drag through the mud every muslim
0: because there's a way of being like i don't think that that should happen to animals and not not being racist <laughs>
1: He needed to preface that with a kind of understanding of the complexities of Islam. And, and
0: they're not supported for Britain at the end of it. Like, <laughs> just don't do that. That's, would yeah, be my that, advice.
1: The difference between him and most people who are really anti-halal meat is they also go to McDonald's and eat the like chicken burgers and mm. eat the beef burgers and don't care where it's come from. Exactly, yeah. and, and And the difference is Morrissey does support in all respects yeah. animal rights.
0: So this is another... And do you, like, do you, do you think that Tommy Robinson has never sat down for a Toby Carvery. Like, <laughs> fucking come on, mate. He doesn't give a Every shit weekend. about animals. He doesn't give a shit about women. Like,
1: what are you doing? Yeah. And that is the difference. Although, having said the thing about women, have you seen Morrissey's come out defending Harvey Weinstein?
0: I just don't know Spacey? what's going on, because I just, it's, <laughs> again, it's like that thing where he was kind of a bit ahead of his time. Yeah. As a feminist, yeah, I think. I agree. Um, Why has he gone backwards? And especially, like, in his, like, sensibility. Like, he's... I read something, I can't remember where it was, but he's often been, um, like, compared to... He always has, like, a sensibility of, like, a northern woman in a lot of his humour and a lot of his... Yeah. The, his ways. No wonder you love him. I know. <laughs> um, and then to just, like, say the fucking one-sided unsubtle things he said about the me too movement someone who's so seemingly so opposed to cruelty being like oh well it wasn't that bad was it
1: he says that those people talking about the victims of harvey weinstein those people knew exactly what would happen when they went up to harvey weinstein's hotel room and they played along
0: i mean they were afraid morrissey they were afraid like the cattle in the (laughs)
2: See, we can, what was we can happening both to play at this game to, in
0: McDonald's every
1: single day <laughs> happens to women <laughs> um, we've got him and he thinks he thinks all the stuff with um, Kevin Spacey has been a quote unnes- he Kevin Spacey has been unnecessarily attacked I mean he's wrong about that Sorry, I know that that's currently under legal. Not here, it isn't. So we're allowed to say that he definitely assaulted lots of
0: people. Listen, we all knew Kevin was a perv. We
1: all knew. So
0: he d- he described the, the Chinese oh, yeah. people as a subspecies, and I'm like, you're not thick. You know what you you know what you're doing yeah. when you do that. And in Morris's mind, I can only assume that he thinks racism isn't as bad as killing animals.
1: Well, he doesn't. He said, as far as racism goes, the modern loony left seem to forget. <laughs> That Hitler was left wing. What? <laughs> so that Hitler was a psychopath. <laughs> it's just all very confusing mm. because you, but again, this is really anti-capitalist, which is great. You assume that if you're identifying with somebody's product, yeah. you therefore are all agreed and you all share the same values yeah. and you all share the same way of thinking and actually it's something we need to completely debunk, which is there is not like a left and a right. There is, a multitude of complicated viewpoints, which often are really contradictory. And under one umbrella, you might think Jeremy Corbyn's great, and then he might not want a people's vote. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's all—it's more nuanced than.
0: There's such a cognitive dissonance, clearly, in his views, as you're saying about like he's saying stuff about stuff that you would really agree with, and then yeah, the anti-capitalist yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, I'm like, if I I can still, well, it's like the art and the artist. Can you? Divorce them from
1: yeah which
0: is a whole other question that is
1: a big question i
0: I feel really guilty for still listening to morrissey Um, and i don't know if i should i don't know if i should stop
1: it's so hard though yeah it's like trying to boycott amazon Mm. i use a virgin active gym we're doing richard Branson next week it's really difficult to avoid when they're so and like with Morrissey, particularly if you stream his musical illegally, I think it's
0: fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean I'm not giving him any money. There you I will go. say that he's it's, got enough.
1: It's the same with like Harvey. I, I watched um, Chocolat again the other day, and at uh, the end in the credits, Harvey Weinstein's name. Yeah. I enjoyed it thoroughly, and then I was like, oh, it's just mm. been tainted. Did you hear? Yeah. Did you hear the J.K. Rowling story of Morrissey being her hero, and then they locked eyes in? I want to say a John Lewis. <laughs> classic rock and roll Mm. and they just walked towards each other and both put out their hands and just held hands and she describes it like this complete, like the moment being exactly everything she could have ever wanted it to be because it was her hero and he knew who she was Yeah, and that just gives me goosebumps like that is cool and then you think their politics is not aligned but the impact his music had on her life still exists
0: and that's cool that's it, that's why, because the, the impact his lyrics have had on me, like there was like there was like a period at university where I was so profoundly depressed. Mm. I didn't feel like anyone at all understood me, and I would just listen to Morrissey on repeat for probably like three months. I think mm. he was the only musician yeah. I could stand to mm. listen to, which is really fucking embarrassing. <laughs> it's not,
1: <laughs> um, and I think it's therefore completely legitimate that you have like some you have a connection with mm. him. That kind of surpasses everything that he's done since.
0: Yeah. But then, like, if he had done something like R. Kelly did, I mean, he hasn't.
1: <laughs> Maybe that's the difference, though, he hasn't. Yeah. Like, he's said There's something... a
0: difference between saying questionable things yeah. and... Also, one of the things he's Keeping women in a... <laughs> you know. i haven't watched the documentary yet but,
1: yeah. one of the things he's done he said as well as like in 2013 i thought about
0: voting for ukip like he didn't actually put it in a ballot paper so well sure you can think about voting for ukip in the same way every time i go over a bridge i think about throwing myself off it it's not the same thing
1: <laughs> like stop banging on about it yeah. Morrissey. <laughs> so that was morrissey
0: Oh, well, monks. What do you reckon? We've done all right? I
1: reckon we've done all right.
0: <laughs> We're really trying, guys. It's the new year. I'm heavily disassociating from reality. <laughs> Helen hasn't bothered to dry her hair. <laughs> I feel so still not resolved at all. But
1: that's that's exactly... That's
0: okay. It's okay to be uncomfortable, guys. Shades but I, of grey.
1: That's genuinely what I do really like about him mm. is... It's normally quite black and white the way we feel about people. Like I align with that person's politics. I don't. Yeah. I hate that person, and we're always really clear cut with how we feel. And it's quite exciting that here's this enigma who actually says some really amazing stuff against mm. war in Iraq, and then also <laughs> hates Muslims. Yeah. It's really like mm. it's it's. I think it's okay for us to then come away going, well, he's not a clear cut person, so we've not got a clear cut view about him.
0: Yeah, I think that's okay we shouldn't hate ourselves. We shouldn't hate ourselves. And also, if I met him, I would want him to like me so much.
2: Which is awful. No, me She'd too. she never
0: go into a situation thinking, I so want to have a connection with this person. But also, just know that you won't, and he won't. Yeah. <laughs> I won't, because I'm not J.K. Rowling. So. <laughs> was, I was once in a room with J.K. Rowling.
1: I know, when you did the thing. Yeah. You've done many things, but that's possibly my favourite thing that you've done.
0: Really? Yeah, because it's J.K., Ah, Heroic. because I'm in the JK universe. Yeah, um, I didn't speak to her because I was too afraid. Um, I'm with you. She's stunningly beautiful in real life. That was kind of all i I mean, I'm I'm a very shallow person, so that was all I could think about was how good she looked. Do you like, think her beauty
1: oh. maybe was about her emitting her genius through her radiant skin? It shone out of her like a. I
0: think it's money, babe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's money. <laughs>
0: Um and also she's very, very beautiful, so what
1: was the series the uh, series it was
0: or? uh the strike series mm-hmm. played by the lovely and very talented Tom Burke. yes, it was who I've met a couple of times since, and he is lovely and you can watch it on all available I, iTunes. i mean i, I don't I don't know where it's at i haven't I haven't got any residuals from that yet maybe it never I don't got because I, she's very um particular about what she does with her work like she's JK yeah you can't say that she doesn't think about what she's doing like she's she's very very smart apart
1: from did you see that thing that came on pottymore last week no about how before um, muggles plumbing system, oh yeah what wizards and witches and hogwarts used to do is just defecate wherever they stood and then do a vanishing spell to get rid of it and everyone went mad because they were like
0: even like this is why i'm really glad i'm off social media at the moment because <laughs> my brain i've got more space in my brain to just you for know, real life stuff you know
1: oh but it's important to think about
0: the Potter universe it is important it's important for you I think <laughs> and that's all that matters that's all that matters <laughs> I hope that one day you meet her and she extends her hand and you have that moment together Tilly I would just defecate myself <laughs>
1: <but> <laughs> I need a vanishing spell <laughs> you've been listening to Bitchin a podcast by Tilly Steele and Ellen Booth. our music was by Dave Cribb and our artwork was by Luke W. Wilson Join us next week when we'll be talking about Richard
0: Branson.
2: How How's that? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing.